Before we get into today's chat, we'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which we record this podcast today, the peoples of the Kulin Nation. As always, we pay our respects to their elders past and present. Welcome to Talking in Common, a podcast of all things lifestyle, family, relationships, well-being, kids and culture. This is not a how-to, but an insight into the lives of ourselves and others and how we all manage to get by. Hosted by myself, Kate Gadinsky, and my co-host, Sophie Panton. Take a listen and let's find out what we all have in common. We'd like to say a big thank you to today's episode sponsor, Lululemon. This holiday season, give the gift of cheer 365 days a year. Give Lululemon. And we're back. Hello, Kate. How are you today? I can't believe it's our final episode of the season. I can't believe we've done a whole nother season and it's the pointy end of the year and holy shit, it has flown again. It has absolutely flown and we are finally at the tis the season to be jolly. La 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 la. <laughs> now much I love this time of the year. I know, we're only a few days off by the time we release this. And also your big baby is almost turning seven. That is wild to me. I know. Seven freaking years since you gave birth to your first child, my darling. Precious Nina Rose is turning seven on Christmas Eve, or as we like to call it in our house, Nina's birthday. Yeah. Not Christmas Eve. Yeah, how does Eve. that go down? Now that she's older and that she understands more, like, does she love that it's around Christmas time or does she have that, like, it's not fair, I get the same present for my birthday at Christmas. As if I give her the same present for <laughs> no, other birthday people Christmas. Might. No, I go totally over the top about her birthday and make that a really, really big Special deal. Special day, yeah. So she loves it and I think she's still at an age where she just thinks it's so exciting, like it's her birthday and it's Christmas. But it is quite full on because it's such a busy time of year and Mm. the kids just get inundated with stuff. Yeah. Which, you know, they're very lucky that that is the case, but it is an exhausting time of year for all, I think. Yeah. Well, it's exciting. Exhausting but exciting. It's actually like a whole new thing with kids too, isn't it, because taking them to – Christmas parties or events or, you know, like you're talking about Nina's birthday on top of things and then the parents going out and leaving them, you know, to go to festive events and things like it is so busy. Everyone's so tired and like we all say every year, like it ends up being stressful for for no reason at all when it should be a happy time and it is a happy time. It's exciting. I kind of love the chaos of it. Yeah, I love the chaos. I think key, I've I've kind of made it that we only do kind of one thing on Christmas Day because I find that if you have to like drive to one family get together and then another family get together and then somewhere else, it's way too much. Like no one has fun and the kids are just exhausted and someone's going to get the bad end of the stick, you know. Everyone wants to see the kids but by the end of the day they're just wrecked. So we try and stay in one spot on actual Christmas Day. And then someone has to be the designated driver and that's boring. Boring. (laughs) But what else is going might on in the world? Might be me this year, babe. Yeah, it might be you, darling. Might be me this year. Shall we talk about perhaps what we have in common? Well, I think this time last year we recorded, well, of course, we recorded a season recap, the end of the season, and you shared some news. Mm-hmm. Go on. I news to share now. Drop the bomb, girlfriend. I'm pregnant. <laughs> 
So very excited over here. Oh, I scared Ren. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, baby boy. Ren's clearly not happy about it. It is so bizarre. So you're quite right. I literally announced my pregnancy with Ren on the season recap of season two. Yep. We are now at the season recap of season three. I we basically we conceived, conceived <laughs> the same, same date. A year later. And similar due dates. Yeah, really similar due dates. So talk us through getting pregnant because, you know, we've spoken about it so it wasn't as much as a big shock to me. I knew it was kind of coming and knew it was a hopeful thing. But I feel like this is going to come as quite a shock to some people. Well, not a shock, a surprise. Well, because You were done with two not like a year ago. Not too long ago, like Mackie and I had both said like, nah, we're good, two's great, we're done with two. I always kind of had in my head that I was going to just have two kids but mm. then, you know, I kind of – I never felt, or more recently, maybe within the last year or so, I never, I just go, I don't know if I'm done and I don't want to regret it in a few years' time if I don't give it another shot. Yeah. So that was just a bit of a thought that was floating, but there was still, you know, you kind of weigh it up like, should we, shouldn't we? No, like, yes, no. Anyway, came to the conclusion that we were going to give it a go and see what happens. Sure enough. After some in-depth conversations in Fiji, actually. Oh, I can just say, I thought you were going to say after some, like, you know, in-depth And you know um, me. Trying. And all of a sudden I'm like, right, it's happening. Need, now it needs to happen now. Yeah. Did it take some convincing with your husband? Had a couple of, you know, a few months of fooling around and having a bit of <laughs> unprotected fun and here we are. I was lucky that it's all happened fairly quickly. Yeah. And, oh, my God, like, what the hell? What the hell? It I'm is for a wild ride, I think. <laughs> it's the best news. I absolutely love it because I'm still in the trenches of baby and toddler stages and I'm very happy to drag you back into that stage <laughs> with me Thanks. so we can share all the fun of it together again. We've tried so hard to get pregnant at the same time throughout our friendship. It's never happened. We? You used to always say like, let's get pregnant together and it's never quite happened. But this time it's pretty close. I was kind of secretly hoping that you'd already now just fall pregnant with um, baby number, number three. three. Oh my God, don't. I, I've said to you a couple of times recently, like I felt a bit nauseous a few times and I don't know why. Have you done a test? <laughs> no. Oh I'm too scared to. <laughs> I just could not bear it. Like I could not. I can't fathom the thought of being pregnant again. Like my little man, though, is almost six months, which is wild. Where has that gone? I feel like we were just recording his birth story. Literally. I feel like that too. I feel like I still haven't recovered from his birth. I mean, <laughs> that day where we sat on your lounge room floor. Yeah, I know. When he was, was he four weeks old? Three yeah. weeks old? Yeah, I think so. Four or five, I think. Mm. Yeah. And now he's like half a year. Yeah. It absolutely flies. But anyway, this is what we're here for today is to just do a beautiful big old wrap-up and recap of all the wonderful people that we've spoken to over this season and all the what we think pretty incredible topics. I've, yeah. I once again, learnt so freaking much. You and I have probably pushed each other's buttons again and, you know, pushed our friendship <laughs> to the limit. But at the just end of the day. Smile and nod. Smile and nod. Smile no. and nod. <laughs> I did want to ask you actually before we delve too deep into reflecting back on the episodes. Yeah. I think when we started the season in episode one, we spoke about self-compassion as self-care. Mm. So that was kind of something that we'd been talking about a lot and both sort of exploring. Where do you feel you're at with that? 
I'm so glad that you asked, honestly, because I need to repractice what I learned at that time mm. and what I that headspace and that space that I was in at the time. I need to transport myself back to that because yeah. I've had a bit of a rough time with Ren. Like he's a tricky baby. Mm. He's, you know, really pushed me to my limits. He's very windy and fussy and doesn't sleep much overnight. So I'm very like seriously wrung out and seriously exhausted and don't have a lot of like mental capacity to get in that mindset probably. Get in that mindset, yeah, and kind of look after myself. And, I mean, you know me, like it's so important for me to look after myself and I find it so nourishing to look after myself and care for myself. And I'm actually going to go back and listen to our own episode and listen to my own voice, my own words, my own thoughts on it and try and get back into that headspace because yeah. I've, I've lost myself a little bit, to be fair. And you know what that's like? Like that can happen. That's like everything. You know, you go through periods where you're really on top of it, really practising, you know, the things you want to be practising or as you can say, like practice what we've been preaching on the podcast. Mm. But then, you know, you go through ups and downs and different phases where it just you lose it and you kind of got to get back on it when you're ready. But like you've had a newborn baby who's only six months old and as you said, hardly any sleep, no time for yourself. Mm. This tiny human attached to you like 24 hours a day. So it's mm. probably pretty hard to be like compassionate towards yourself mm. and how you're feeling when you're just frustrated, underslept mm. and exhausted. Yeah, the the scary thing with sleep deprivation is that it just really does change you. Yeah. You know, like you can't cope as much. You're very short-fused, very flustered, like really easy to just slip into the easy, more lazy, just like the easy route. And then that doesn't make me feel good about myself. So yeah, it's been a tricky. So you kind of need that self-compassion. Exactly. It's exactly Mm. the time that I do. But, you know, it's the same as physical health, you know, mental health, like you got to work on it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm literally going to go back and listen to that (laughs) after we record this. (laughs) That's a good idea. We should have listened to that one before we jumped on today. No, it's good, I think, to go in and just literally reflect back on how we're feeling right now and not be too influenced, I guess, by that first episode. But Mm. it does feel like a long time ago that we recorded that. Mm. I know it does, doesn't it? What about you? How do you feel? about that since then you know you've had a big 18 months as well we've both learned a lot about our mental health and worked on ourselves in that capacity how are you feeling yeah I think well I'm not going to say much the same as in we're definitely not in the same stage I don't have a new baby but I think much the same as you like it comes and it goes and I've probably lost a little bit of it but I feel there's definitely been ways that I've improved kind of trying to focus on looking after my kind of mental health more and maybe trying to set a few more boundaries and that type of stuff. Mm. But at the same time, then there's definitely weeks where I just fall into a shitty trap and it's like, oh, mm. you know, you have those like negative kind of thoughts and, as you said, you get a bit kind of just lazy and exhausted and can't be bothered, mm. t- sort of taking care of yourself. Mm. Um, and then you'll have a good week. So I think probably need to have another listen myself. And I think like with this stage of life that we're in or, you know, like we've – you know, learnt and liked to call it a little bit the season that we're yeah. in, in life with young kids. Every day I have to remind myself just to accept that it is my 
season of giving so much of myself to my yeah. children and it won't be like this forever. So the days that I do feel so frustrated because, I'm, you know, I'm so torn at the moment, like, you know, I want to be creative again. I want to work. Like you and I talk about all different ideas of things to do together. I want to do more for myself. I wish I had more time to do stuff with my partner. Like, you know, all of these things that are pulling me in a million different directions. I just have to bring it back to the simple things and just remind myself that this is my season of giving myself to my children. It won't always be this hard or, you know, physically demanding and emotionally demanding on me and it'll pass really quickly. So acceptance was a huge thing that we spoke about in that first episode and it's definitely still something that I remind myself of, Yeah, I swear, daily. Yeah. No, that is so important. I think just accepting where you're at and kind of surrendering to it and going, okay, it's all good. This is just where I'm at right now and it's not going to be like this forever because as we always sort of say, probably look back and then miss those times, you know, those really hard days with young kids. But, you know, it isn't forever without being mm. toxic positivity. It isn't forever. So mm. I already think about now with like the age of my kids, like Lulu, mm. she's obviously done her first year of kinder this year. She's got her second year of kinder next year and I'm kind of like, oh, my God, then she's going to be in school in a couple of years like my baby. So now the times when she, the days she's at home with me, I just like I love that, like trying to give all my time to her yeah. as much as you can um, because I know that I'm not going to have that forever. Mm. That's exactly right. That's why I'm so glad you're having another baby because you're on <laughs> almost out of that phase. <laughs> and I'm I know, like, but- want to pull you back in like don't leave me I here know, in this but then phase come all these other challenges which we won't speak about today that can be good content for another day yeah 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 yeah. well actually someone that I was speaking to recently was saying like oh you think the baby years are hard wait till you've got teenagers <laughs> I'm like oh my god you know a whole different level of like yeah emotional challenges and, and they're stuff all like just that, different sure. like all not that I, I don't have teenagers but like I think all stages are hard in their own ways and challenging in their own ways my mum's still supporting me and my siblings, her <laughs> adult children, like, you know, and she's in her 70s, never stops. So have you got a favourite episode? Would you say you've got a favourite episode? I don't like this question. I find it <laughs> really, really tricky. I know, because they were also good for different reasons and we learnt different things. We had such a kind of well-rounded bunch of guests that brought such great things and I learnt a lot from a lot of our guests. Maybe after I ref- we reflect back, I can come back to you on that. Do you have a fave? I mean, there's a couple that stick out to me just because of the experience and maybe potentially the relevance of the topic at the time. But I really loved speaking to Clementine Ford. She was episode two early on the season and she is just such a powerhouse of a woman she and was so influential. Even the feedback that we got from her episode was huge and it just showed us how influential she is and how how many people do follow her. Yeah. And she has to be so thick-skinned to be able to deal with the sort of response that she gets back from some people. Like she's got a lot of lovers but she's got a lot of haters. We were nervous before her. Like we were both really nervous before her, but she was actually so lovely. I know. She was so gorgeous. So, yeah, and she had this kind of calmness and this gentleness about her, which is so different to, I guess, what you – Her presence. Her presence online, which, you know, she was still a really like strong-headed, like, you know, very opinionated, strong woman when we spoke Mm. to her. Mm. But I didn't find her intimidating or overbearing Mm. or kind of frightening. Like she was lovely. Yeah. 
She really lovely. lovely. She was quite chaotic, wasn't she? Yeah. <laughs> well, like she talked to us in that episode about yeah. her diagnosis at the time was quite recent for ADHD. Yeah. Which is interesting because there's a lot of other people with a public social media profile talking about ADHD and there's like been this weird slack on middle-aged women talking about having ADHD and almost, you know, the media kind of claiming that it's some sort of trend or something. Mia Friedman just recently came out as diagnosed with ADHD. Yeah, M. Rusciano as well, right? Yeah. So quite a few like powerful Australian women who Mm. are kind of – well-known all around a similar sort of time. But it's so awful the way media spins things into Seriously. trends or fads or, you know, like this is mm. people's like real lived experiences that they have the courage to talk about stuff openly and then the people get shut down like, you know, you're allowed to say this but you're not allowed to say that. Like it's just a... Can't win either way. You can't win either way. I mean, so many other episodes stood out. I loved connecting with Vincent Fantuzzo. Oh, yeah, that was so good. And I think it was it's always lovely, as we sort of say, having someone that you know or a friend on the podcast. Vincent mm. is a close friend of mine and Mackie's, so that was lovely. But mm. far out, he's such an interesting person. And I love just how, you know, passionate he is about the importance of normalising neurodiversity and celebrating it. Yeah. You know, he kind of refers to himself as having a superpower. Mm, With his dyslexia. Yeah, which Mm. is setting such a great example, I think, for many parents and for young children who may be, you know, getting diagnosed with dyslexia, which I'm sure could be quite a scary and confronting kind of time, Mm, you know, for the parent and, and for the child. So, yeah, and just props to him for speaking out about his experience and and being proud of it and, you know, openly spoken because... He had a rough journey to get to this point today. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, to share those experiences Mm. and to share that, you've got to have a lot of courage and vulnerability and I just find that so inspiring in people. So, yeah, I loved his... uh, There were so many others that that stood out as well. It is hard to pick favourites. I did love one other thing actually that Vincent said and I suppose this is really relevant because we are parents and we talk a lot about you know, basically all about parenting on the podcast was when he sort of said that success to him is hearing his children one day say that he was a great dad. Mm. Like I thought that was just so beautiful because he's incredibly successful, you know, as an artist and that's what's important to him. And, I mean, I can relate. Like do you feel like that too? Absolutely. Yeah, like now that you have children, suddenly everything kind of, everything else goes out the window and you're like all that matters to me is being there for them and being the best I can be for them. Absolutely. Okay, time for a little breather. I'm loving recapping our whole season in today's episode, but let's touch on the festive season, our favourite time of the year, my girl. We are well and truly into the festive season now, and I hope that you've all thought about gift giving, but if not, we're here with some great ideas for you. You know that feeling after a good stretch, a workout, or even just a quiet, conscious moment to yourself? 
Well, they're called runner's highs, post-yoga glows and endorphin rushes for a reason. They are and movement is absolute magic and it's medicine and it's no secret. In fact, it is science that moving your body produces mood-boosting endorphins. So this holiday season, Lululemon has some seriously great gift ideas or gift options as well. You know what you're getting for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Which will bring joy all year round, even once the holiday cheer has well and truly gone. There really are so many great options for all different types of people, whether it's the runner in your life, the yogi, the high-intensity gym junkie, the at-home morning stretch kind of person. And if you're just after a token gift for your Kris Kringle, Lululemon has you more than covered. This holiday season, give the gift of cheer 365 days a year. Give Lululemon. So another great episode, which was also quite a confronting episode, was with Janine Sanders. Oh, my God. That was one of our most popular ones, which yeah. I was a little bit frightened by that topic all around kids learning their body boundaries and understanding, you know, understanding and respecting themselves. The importance to start from such a young age as well, like yeah. virtually from when they are born. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I found the conversation with her, yeah, quite confronting. <laughs> yep. But at the same time, so empowering, you know, and like as a parent, I was like, yes, I need to be educating myself and being aware of all of this in the world, the good, the bad, the ugly, so I can protect and support my children as much as I can. Absolutely. And another thing that she kind of spoke to us about a lot was kind of, you know, focusing on teaching our kids to be kids and no, you know, I think she said, used a word like no limits, no labels. So stop mm. labeling our children, mm-hmm. you know, with all this social conditioning, all that type of stuff that, you know, not treating a female like a little girl, like they're a little girl and a little boy. Does this make sense? Like they're mm. a little boy, like kind of treating everyone as equal. So they mm-hmm. both kind of got that confidence to kind of speak up for themselves and sit equally next to each other. Because unfortunately, in our society, often males, tend to be kind of put up higher on the hierarchy. And obviously that's changing a lot now with our mm. generation. But, you know, that whole kind of gender stereotyping, it's a real thing and it needs to kind of stop. Yeah, and parents of girls, like obviously we're, and being female ourselves, like yeah. I think it's important for us to not only set an example to them that it doesn't matter, you know, what their gender is and that they can do what they wish in life if they put their mind to it and any sort of gender bias shouldn't get in the way and they shouldn't allow anyone else to treat them in a particular way because of their gender. It's such an interesting topic really because it's such a current thing for us to be talking about right now but the world that they grow up in, you know, to do with gender and even sexuality and um, identity and all that sort of stuff is going to be such a different world. Oh my God. So I'm like very grateful for doing this podcast and for speaking to interesting, educated, well-rounded, intellectual people that can pass on their information to us so we can learn and be, you know, have a good toolbox of things to raise our children. I think we did both gain a lot from that conversation. Yeah, that was a great one. Yara Healy, she was great as well. We spoke to her about a lot of different stuff, I think, where she sort of spoke to us about that whole doing that whole body check-in. How do I feel in this moment? What do I need? Even if it's 
you know, 10 seconds out of a day Mm. just checking in, you know, tuning in. Yeah. I think she was episode nine. Yeah, that was a really good one to listen to if you are feeling a little bit of that like parental burnout or, you know, feeling really exhausted in motherhood. She gave us some really good insight and really good just day-to-day tips on how to kind of bring yourself back to being within yourself yeah and little tricks to kind of get through those really tough moments too yeah and she's also a psychologist as well and she kind mm. of she specializes in like life after birth basically motherhood yeah so recommend that yeah recommend that loved connecting with recommend um, them all actually guys Listen I know, to recommend all them our all. episodes and but- we're jumping around like you know from the beginning to the end <laughs> but we know that there's a lot of you listening to the episodes more than ever, which is so awesome. But if there's any that you missed, yeah, go back and check it out because there's such great conversations and content in all of them. A more recent one with Aaliyah Hatcham, the sexologist. Yes, which I have been told by a few friends of mine that they were very proud of how much I opened up. <laughs> did you overshare, <clears throat> babe? Kate, uh, <laughs> you didn't exactly open up the way that I thought you were going to <laughs> and kind of left me in the lurch there. Yeah, you did open up in that one, actually. You yeah, were feeling well, like they need to share that day. I just didn't have anything that came to mind, to be honest. <laughs> well, we can't do an episode about sex and not talk about sex. I loved how she, when we asked her, you know, how important is sex in a relationship? And she kind of says, I think she said that she likes to reframe it as how important is intimacy. Mm. Because I think a lot of people put pressure on. Yeah, put pressure on how much you should be having sex. But, you know, it's just as important, if not more, to just have those moments and those times of just being intimate with your partner, like spending Mm -hmm. time together. It's not all about sex. Yeah. And she gave us some good tips on scheduling this intimacy. Have you been doing it? I'm yet to try it. But honestly, Again, just with how tricky Ren has been and how dependent he has been on me. Me having no sex. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the start. But, like, (laughs) even just kind of being able to dedicate certain time to other things always gets interrupted. Yeah. And then I find myself getting annoyed by that and frustrated. So, you know, again, like I was saying before, I'm just kind of trying to go with the flow as much as possible and just accept what my phase with Ren is, which is – nurturing him and all that sort of thing so but I honestly think it is my nipple again oh my god you finally got your camera angle right by the way we can't see your nipple today sorry keep going (laughs) so many nip slips yeah I honestly think it's a really good idea to schedule it yeah and I think you know as she said because we I guess spoke about would it take out the kind of fun and, and you know you lose that spontaneity yeah But, you know, again, as she kind of kept saying, it's not just about scheduling that time to have sex. It's about Mm. making sure you have that connection with each other and Mm. allow yourselves to have that time and enjoy each other's company and, you know, generally that ends up leading to. Well, that's right. Like you're not necessarily always in the mood to have sex out of nowhere, but once you're connected Mm. and once you're having a moment of connection, then you're much more likely to get into the mood. So, like, it makes a lot of sense to me and I think she even said in that episode, like, oh, excuse Ren, don't know if you heard that baby burp, but (laughs) (laughs) if you're 
waiting to be spontaneous, then you'll be waiting a long time because there's all these other factors. Yeah. I was giving um, Mackie a bit of shit the other day because he kept being like, come on, I just want to, I just want to be intimate with you. I was like, babe, shut up. You just want sex. I know <laughs> what you want. Oh, he was trying to like reframe yes, the language was, to get you in the mood. reframe the language <laughs> to get me in the mood. That's classic. <laughs> I just want to be intimate. <laughs> not that we don't enjoy beautiful, intimate time together, but at that point in time if you're listening Andrew Mackey you want that's sex. That's so funny that's so funny he wouldn't be ashamed to admit that I'm no. sure. <laughs> Speaking of Mackey we did an episode with our partners with your husband Mackey yeah. and my partner Aiden and that was they were so cute. Oh I know they were, they so, were so cute, cute. <laughs> and they really shared and like opened up like it was really lovely and yeah. it was actually really nice apart from hearing about them talk about some of their experiences as dads and their thoughts on childbirth, etc. It was really nice hearing the two of them talk about how much they really admire each other and their, oh their friendship that they share. Like, God. Heart melt. Heart melt. They were just, yeah. So that was really, really nice. But mm. I think getting them on the podcast and, you know, hearing it from the kind of dad's perspective was really nice. Mm. Yeah. And, like, yes, we wanted to introduce them. We wanted to give them some some airtime, some space to talk about their experiences considering we talk about them and our lives with them and our children with them all the time. It seemed only fair. But the idea and the intention of doing an episode like that was really to give dads in general a bit of a moment, give yeah. them a bit of a spotlight because, you know, here in our space we do talk about motherhood all the time and we share and and discuss and unpack our experiences all the times and I just there's just not a lot of room for that in the world for dads yeah so it was nice to just give them that airtime that space I think so and lots of people loved that episode we got such great feedback from that episode Mm. so it was quite funny when we were trying to record that because I don't know how we're all so bloody busy (laughs) that we had the time of the day we had to end up recording it with kids everywhere I think it was like really stormy not that that makes a difference but it was like oh my god it was pissing down it was pissing down with rain I felt crap because you know pregnant you were like basically could only keep one eye open because you're exhausted (laughs) red was screaming the whole time my two girls were like sitting in the other room like busting to come out of the door for the whole episode Aiden was nervous as hell oh my god Aiden made me nervous far out (laughs) never seen that man nervous like can literally talk a leg off a chair he doesn't come across as nervous though no no I think once we got chatting he was fine yeah I don't think he's ever done anything like that put a microphone in front of him you think it would be easier you know when you talk with your partner or having a friend on the podcast but often it's actually more nerve-wracking I think yeah yeah We were actually saying how, you know, how much you really are so much in your comfort zone when you're around Mackie. We were saying after we were recording, we were like, doesn't, isn't Kate just like so comfortable and so, you know, her true self when she's with Mackie, her husband, you know? And that's that's so nice. Yeah. Well, it's a nice thing to see as well, you know, like you guys have been together for so long. You're literally, you've grown up together. Like we have. You know each other inside and out and yeah, you just have a different presence about you when you're around him and it was, you know, it was nice to nice to see and I'm sure that comes across in the recording too. Cute. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. Cute. No, that's really nice. That is really nice. Yeah. I'm the best version of myself when I'm around him. Yes, yes, I know, exactly. I do, I do think that. I think, yeah. I think that. Yeah, do you feel that in yourself yeah, he, sometimes? Yeah, he, he has this ability. He's always, he just makes me feel very... Um, most of the time. 
very calm and very grounded and very like comfortable and yeah so I definitely do feel that I'm definitely yeah truly 100% myself around him yeah it was beautiful one of the or just the previous episode gone episode 14 with Lael Stone talking all about aware parenting I was so into chatting to her because yeah you know, on this parenting journey that I have been on since having Honey, I have done so much exploring trial and error, acting out of frustration and then acting out of absolute pure love in the way that I parent and trying to find a middle ground. And I just loved everything that she shared with us and her like wisdom and knowledge and her concept of kind, compassionate, gentle, yeah. aware parenting. That was a really good episode in my opinion. (laughs) No, seriously, I feel like we both just gained so much from that episode and I think, again, like, yeah, you and I are sort of in different sort of stages but she had so much to offer for both of us, which was so great, yeah, that we could both get so much out of the conversation and and also just with, you know, different things that have been happening, whether it's like Lulu and Honey both kind of having issues with separating from us at um, mm. kinder and daycare drop-off, all that type of stuff, you know, mm. sometimes having having the chance to be able to talk to someone about those types of things who has so much knowledge and so much expertise mm. in this space is just really beneficial. We're lucky. Yeah. So yeah, lucky so to lucky. get on the pod. So valuable, yeah. That's what I mean. That's why I just feel so grateful for for all the people that we've connected and everything we've learned, even the episode with Jess Hatzis. Yeah. She's shared her story all about creating her global brand, Frank Body, her with some business partners as well. And she's also an old friend of mine. I've known her for years. But something that she shared just about not trying to find a balance with motherhood, but trying to find a rhythm, like just the use of the difference in the word like really stuck with me and both Mm. of us I think like we both use that term a lot more now and just the idea of like balancing means that things need to work in harmony like they need to be equal yeah they need to be equal is not necessarily always the way whereas with a rhythm you'll have ups and downs but just kind of going with that flow of the ups and downs and accepting that yeah is more manageable. So the idea of that uh, I just loved and and she shared that with us. That was a great episode. She was episode six. And if you want to learn about how they started their business, Frank Body, and how it's incredibly grown and how she copes with motherhood and running such a, you know, busy, successful business, that's a great one. She was amazing. What about Naz? Having Naz Campanella on the pod, that was great. That was so good. We talked about having her on last like one, season maybe? Yeah, like we've been talking about her for months. I think when she was pr- when we first found out she was pregnant. Yeah, I remember reading an article on the ABC about disability in motherhood. Mm. She's the, the ABC disability affairs reporter and she did this amazing article about and she's blind if any, anyone who's listening who doesn't know. Yeah, she's blind yeah. herself and um yeah, she wrote this great article all about um, other blind women navigating motherhood and she sort of spoke about how it gave her the confidence to pursue becoming a parent, becoming a mother, and that was really inspiring. So it was awesome to connect with her and hear now that she's had a baby, yeah. hear about her story and hear about just how she does navigate life with a baby being blind. 
all those like day-to-day things that, you know, we th- we just do, whether it's like mm. changing a nappy, feeding a mm. baby, seeing if they've, you know, have they rolled over, have they, mm. all these things that we kind of, I guess we take our sight for granted because we're so used to it. She was great and she shared a lot as well. So she was awesome. It's so true. We do just take that for granted. So to get her perspective on things and again, you know, how she's someone- treated as a blind woman. Yeah, which talked a lot about discrimination. Uh, she was really honest about all of that, which was not surprising but eye-opening, mm. you know, and it's really sad that people deal with that in this day and age. But, you know, that's just the world, isn't it? There's many different types of people and, yeah, sometimes life is just tricky in general to navigate. But she was so open about her experiences, all of her lived experiences with all of that, which was amazing. Ren's what? like crawling away from me, <laughs> escaping me. <laughs> He's pulling on the end of the chair. He's about to pull me over. What about back at the start of the season when we spoke to Ash London, who she yes. was a fairly new mum at the time. I think her little boy, was it Buddy, was about six months old, probably about Ren's age when we spoke with yeah, her. Yeah, right. Wow. She was in the trenches at that time. When we spoke to her and learnt about dysphoric milk ejection reflux, yeah. which I'd never, ever heard of before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. If you haven't either, you'll have to go and listen to what it is. Mm. But, no, her story about that was fascinating. And, Mm. yeah, she was just a great, great mum chat, Ash. Yeah. Very easy to talk to. Yeah. Loved hearing her, like, celeb stories when she was living her radio host life. She told us a story about, was it Harry Styles? In LA or what was this? Or Taylor Swift or something? I think there was a couple. There was a Taylor and Harry Harry style story there. What episode number was she? She was number two or number one, number three. She was number number three. three. So number three, sorry, Clementine was number two. Yes, she was number three, Ash. Alira Potter. Yeah. She was episode number five. She was a great one. I definitely took a lot of things out of, well, first of all, we both read her book. Yep, wild and witchy. Wild and witchy. She was just a really calming, beautiful soul to chat to, wasn't she, Alira? Yeah, yeah, she was. Manifesting, all about manifestation and manifesting the life that you want to be living. Yeah, living more in line with your values was yeah. the main thing that I feel like I took from that and that yeah. I practice a lot more. What's up, my little man? Can't believe how good you got at multitasking this season, by the way. Well, that funny <laughs> you bring it up, my dear. That was another episode topic, wasn't it? It was where we explored whether multitasking is even good for us. And I'm here to say that I definitely don't think that is. Right now you're doing multitasking. Look at you go. You never used to be able to do two things at once. (laughs) Whether or not you're doing them well is a whole other story. Well, that's right. No, it's not great for your nervous system to be doing too many things at once. But the fact that you can now talk to me, undo your bra, feed a baby, and look stunning for the camera. Oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. It's another thing that we launched this season, Our all of our videos on YouTube. So, you know, if you want to see all my nip slips and <laughs> um, bags under my eyes and bad hair days, go and check us out on YouTube. But I love that, you know, all our guests were up for that as well. Again, like, you know, so grateful for everyone putting themselves out there and being so cool with sharing Absolutely. all of themselves, you know, yeah. what they've got to say and also their faces on camera as well it's it's awesome so i think we've recapped on the whole season oh pretty much we've recapped on all our guests i can't believe it's our last episode yeah i know crazy we might throw a bonus in there if we're feeling up to it but we do need a bit of a break i definitely need a break i'm gonna go and like sleep for on a beach in mexico you wish yeah (laughs) i wish oh stop how good would that be 
I know, one day. I will have a little family getaway, yep. which will be nice, and have a little bit of quiet, relaxing family time. And, yep. yeah, I mean, you've got a lot going on, my darling. You need to be taking care of yourself. <laughs> I do, I do, I do, I do. No, I'm very much like you looking forward to just having some tuning out and having some nice, wholesome family time, I'll say. Yeah, yeah, it's a great time of year to, to do that. And hopefully we get to share some together, which we do most years. Yes, love getting on a bit of Christmas cheer. Fortunately, there won't be much champagne drinking this year. But Yeah, that's the other problem with us not being pregnant at the same time. Either one of us is sober and boring or the other one is. <laughs> I'm glad it's you for a change though because it's been me for the last few Hello. years. You do realise I have two other children. I've done this twice before. Yeah, I know, but it feels like a lifetime ago that you're in this phase. That's why I'm glad you're back. Welcome back, babe. <laughs> Welcome back. No, it's the best news. So glad that you've shared it with the world now Thank too. you, my darling. It's been um, bubbling inside me waiting for you to share. But thank you to everyone that's tuned in and listened to us. Yeah. And everyone that writes to us and everyone that shares the episodes. You know, there's so much great, vital, key information that we've learnt from our amazing guests and we just want you guys to have access to it and share it with your friends and share it with your partner or whoever needs to hear it, you know. That's what we do it for. Share away. That's what we do it for, yeah. So we love our little community here. Yes. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are so appreciative and wishing everyone a very Merry Christmas if you celebrate Christmas or Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays and we will be back. We love you guys. Bye, guys. Until next time. Bye. That's it for today. Make sure you head to incommonprojects.com.au for the show notes. Hit subscribe on your podcast app and follow us on Instagram at Talking In Common. Or you can check out our Facebook page, which is also Talking In Common. Have a lovely day and as always, thanks for listening. Listener.